she told me, she said, you're the one, you're her. And I said, who? She said, the one who holds my hand and sings to me every night. And I told her, I said, I have been sent from God to you. Hello everyone, my name is Kelly Brooks and I wanna thank you for joining us today for our new podcast series, Forces of Nature. This is brought to you by Mission Tabernacle Outreach. I'm so excited about this new podcast series. Sometimes God will use nature to speak to his creation, to speak to man. I think that is so powerful how God chooses to use his own creation to speak to more of his creation. I am on a disaster response team and I get to travel around the world when there are natural disasters. I love it. Um, My very first opportunity to go on a deployment was in Louisiana, and it was when floods had hit. And when I arrived in Louisiana, you could just see miles and miles and miles of devastation. Not only did you see the miles of devastation, but you saw the faces of the people who were having to live in that terror. It amazes me how you can look at houses where a natural disaster is hit and you'll see two or three that are perfectly fine and then you will see a line of houses that are just destroyed flat on the ground. And this is a lot of what we saw. As we begin to talk to the people and their lives were turned upside down, they were trying to live in these homes and repair what the force of nature had done, what the pressure from that water had done to their their homes where they actually resided. You would see the tears just flow and we began to share the gospel down in the sugarcane fields of Louisiana. And we would ask the question, If you had have passed away in this flood, do you know where you would be in eternity today? And we heard person after person say no. And as the tears begin to fall and we begin to share Jesus Christ with them, we would see them give their hearts to the Lord. And it was amazing. I know in that one week, I personally got to witness over 30 people give their heart to the Lord. We were sitting in the living room with one couple, and as the water had gotten so high, you could see alligators swimming past their door. It was amazing at what we were seeing. I had another experience that I want to share with you today, and this one is mighty and powerful. This is how God works. I had called our home office and asked if I could deploy to Texas, where flooding was happening in Texas. And I was scheduled to go. Well, during that waiting period, before I got to go to Texas, I had a dream. And in that dream, I saw a hurricane coming straight for the southern tip of Florida. And that hurricane in my dream went straight up the middle of Florida. And when I I awoke, I just felt like the Lord was telling me that I needed to cancel that Texas deployment and I needed to prepare to go to Florida. I began to watch the weather very closely. I saw on the news as that hurricane was beginning to form and how it was coming straight for the tip of Florida. So I called our home office and I talked to our manager. I explained to him about the dream. We canceled my deployment to Texas and he went ahead and scheduled me to be with the first group who went into Key West. The hurricane did end up hitting and it did come up straight through the middle of the southern tip of Florida. 
As I got in my car and I prepared to make the 14-hour journey to Key West, I began to pray and I prayed all the way that God would reveal to me why I was going. I stopped in West Palm Beach just to have a night of rest on the beach before I went on into Key West. I awoke the next morning and at sunrise I was walking on the beach. I heard the most beautiful angelic voices singing hymns to the Lord. There was a group of women who were visiting there and they were singing on the beach. And as I looked down, I saw the perfect heart-shaped rock that I had ever seen and it was white. I picked the little rock up and held it in my hand and I knew God was with me and he was confirming to me that he had sent me there. As I started down the road towards Marathon and going on into Key West, I saw miles of devastation, houses completely flat on the ground, boats that had been picked up out of the ocean and set in the road. I saw overturned campers. I saw homeless people that were living in those campers that had been turned over. Their bodies were covered in bites from bugs. I just couldn't believe what I was seeing. As I arrived at the church in Key West where we were staying, I met my chaplain partner. And I explained to her about my dream, and I said, I have felt all the way that God is leading me to go to a nursing home. She said, that's going to be hard because the nursing homes, they move the people out before the storm hits. So it's going to be hard to find a nursing home that's open. As the week proceeded on, we couldn't find a nursing home. On the last day, we heard of a nursing home that had stayed open through the whole storm. So we traveled to that nursing home, and as I walked into the lobby, I spotted a little lady in the corner in a wheelchair. She held her hand out to me and began to cry. I walked over to her and took her hand. I found out this lady was 93 years old. She told me, she said, you're the one, you're her. And I said, who? She said, the one who holds my hand and sings to me every night. And I told her, I said, I have been sent from God to you. I ministered to her, and at, at 93 years old, she accepted Christ as her Savior. She had never been saved before. She, I gave her a Bible, and she asked me, she said, will you write this story in my Bible because my daughter will never believe what I'm telling her. The next morning, our chaplain coordinator had no idea that this situation had happened. His devotion that morning was on Ananias having the dream to go to Saul. And when I heard it, I knew that that was of the Lord and that I had obeyed and that God had worked in a mighty, mighty way. But that is how God has used the powerful force of nature through water to touch my life and to win so many souls to Him. And as I began to look at that story, I began to think of the story of Noah. You know, the earth was covered with wickedness and with evil. And the Lord told Noah, who was righteous, he said, build an ark out of gopher wood. Noah obeyed the Lord and he built that ark. And he told him, he said, enter the ark with your family, your three sons, their wives, your wife. And he said, when you go into the ark, make sure to take two of every living thing. Noah did this. It rained for 40 days and 40 nights and the flood waters began to build and build. I can't imagine the terror of hearing those people beat on the bottom of that boat as they were drowning. And no one knew there was nothing he could do. 
You know, the time is coming when the earth is not going to be purged by water. The Lord gave us a rainbow as a sign that that would never happen again. There would never be a flood that would destroy the earth again. But this time, it's going to be purged by fire. We need to pay attention because in 2 Peter chapter 3, we're told that the day of the Lord will come as a thief in the night. The heavens will pass away with a great noise. The elements will melt with fervent heat. The earth also and the works that are therein shall be burned up. In other words, the earth is going to be purged by fire. This will also be judgment upon the earth, just as it was in Noah's day, because the world has once again turned evil. One of the questions that was asked so frequently on these disaster sites, like I had said, if you had died in this disaster, do you know where you would be today? We need to ask ourselves the question today. If we are in a disaster in our lives and our lives are lost on this earth, do we know where we would spend eternity? We can have the assurance of an eternity with Christ Jesus. We're told in Romans 10, 9 and 10, that if we confess with our mouth the Lord Jesus and believe in our heart that he has been raised from the dead, we shall be saved. There's nothing better than a relationship with the Heavenly Father. We can go to Him with our faults, and He's faithful and just to forgive us our sins. Please join me in prayer today. If you would like to accept Jesus Christ as your Savior, please repeat the prayer of salvation with me. Dear Jesus, we come to you today, and I thank you for your presence. I thank you for the opportunity, God, that I have to speak to people all over the world for you, God. Touch their hearts if they don't know you, God. If there's one out there that should die today and not know where their home in eternity is, I pray that they will accept you as Savior. Just repeat after me, Lord Jesus, I believe in you. I believe that you died and you were raised from the dead. I pray that you come into my heart. You forgive me for my sins. And God, that your anointing will flow on me to reach others for you until the day you call me home. God can take ashes, ashes and make beauty from those. Thank you for joining us for this introduction of our new podcast series, Forces of Nature. If you would like to join us week from week, please look for Mission Tabernacle Outreach at www.kingdomrock.com. You may also find us at Apple, Spotify, Stitcher, Amazon, Google, or Pandora Podcast. You may message me directly at missiontabernacle20 at gmail.com. Please continue to pray that the Lord will take us into the highways and byways and compel the people to come to Him.